0: Welcome in to the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio, live in the White Claw. Hard Seltzer Studios, Jake Miller, alongside Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, and intern Jack. Tennessee gets set to take on Alabama, or excuse me, Vanderbilt, tomorrow yeah. <laughs> down at that god-awful.
1: Memorial.
0: Oh, it's awful. It's it's not even an arena. That's a gym, is what that is. That's a gym. Well, they call it a coliseum, right? They can call it a coliseum. They can call it the thriving metropolis. It should
1: never be called a coliseum. No, like, the greatest arena coliseum. You know that's that's for the greats of the greats, right? That's for
0: the greats of the greats. I mean, the thing is, this gym, it's bad. I mean, it's really, really bad. It's one of the worst, probably, gyms in all of college athletics. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, all? I'm I'm gonna go that far. Okay. I'd rather play at some of these schools in the northeast. Where you see brick walls behind the basket with suspended. It's only goals.
1: bad because the. It's because why? It's, because it's elevated, right? It's
0: elevated, so
1: your depth perception is off. I, it, it might prepare us for a Final Four.
0: It, it very well, might. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, maybe we,
1: we, maybe we should get that little stool and like let Barnes walk up and down the. Little oh, stairs. that way it can be like the
0: Georgia State coach that fell off his stool after <laughs> his guy hit the shot. <laughs> yeah. Golly, that,
1: absolutely. That that's was, one of the most iconic moments yeah, in NCAA tournament history. Absolutely.
0: Number five, Tennessee five and 13 vanderbilt tomorrow six o'clock sec network because vanderbilt's not good enough to get us on one of the flagship channels tennessee has a 94.5 percent chance to win this game according to the bpi vanderbilt only a 5.5 dalton connect leading tennessee in scoring with 18.8 points per game throughout the season and averaging basically 30 points per game 32 points um over the past few games jonas adu leading the team in rebounding 7.3 Zakai Ziegler leads the team in assist at 5.1 mm-hmm. Vanderbilt They're uh they're okay. They're they're not okay. They're not even somewhat decent. They're bad. They're bad. They're leading scores averaging 15.2 points per game. They're leading rebounders averaging their 4.9. Guards,
1: their guards are all right. They're okay. I mean, they're okay. I mean, they beat us last year. You know, like, you still got to take them. I mean, what, we add one player, basically, from last year's team. Pretty much. Off last year's team. They beat us. So, yeah. you know, we went to overtime like that year Grant went off, you know, and they were terrible. That we did.
0: So. That we did. You and, know. you know, a correction to what we said the other day, we said that Tennessee's basically, um, you know, number one in conference right now mm-hmm. since Auburn dropped a game to Alabama. Tennessee's actually half a game back because we have yet to play six SEC games. We've only played five. Uh, Everyone else has played six. Tennessee has won their last three with wins over Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. Of course, throwing a loss to Mississippi State and a win against Ole Miss. Vanderbilt has lost their last five. And only one of them has been by single digits. And that came by Alabama on the sixth of this month. So, 20 days ago Mm -hmm. is the last time they lost a game by or one score, I should say, and LSU they lost seventy-seven to sixty-nine, so that's an eight-point loss. But then they've just been dominated over the past three games. Ole Miss beat them sixty-nine to fifty-six. Auburn beat them eighty to sixty-five. Mississippi State sixty-eight to fifty-five. Tennessee averaging seventy-nine point seven points per game. Vanderbilt averaging sixty-seven point two over their last five games. They're probably averaging around sixty-three to sixty-five points. Mm-hmm. Tennessee averaging in the high 80s. It's a good way to put it. Tennessee's probably going to out-rebound Vanderbilt. I don't know why I've got Alabama on the brain. Probably because of the last game <laughs> we played and that was just such a dominating performance yeah, right. that you can't get it out of your head. Uh, Tennessee, as we've seen throughout the year, one of the most common trends that we've seen is that we're able to dish the ball around and you look at our assist tallies, we're going to have more assist than what Vanderbilt does tomorrow. That's just a trend throughout the entire season. I think that you know, it speaks volumes to how well this team moves the ball around, right. is willing to find the open shot, and really play unselfish basketball. That's the one thing about this team that I really like. You know, you saw it a little bit at the start of the year, in which you would think this team kind of plays selfishly, in a sense. Right. You know, and there was the rumor with the beef with Vescovy and Connect, and how um, it like yeah. basically became Connect's team when Vescovy thought it was going to be his.
1: Yeah, that's it, quieted down.
0: That's quieted down quite a bit, and um, you know. That's the one thing that I I really like to see is you know you look at the box score and whether you win or you lose, you look at the assist tallies and you can see we're moving the ball around very well.
1: Yeah. Is it is this a game where, you know, Connect's up for SEC player of the year, he's up for national player of the year? Yes. So is it one of those, like, you know, we call it Heisman moments. Yes. So is it these games where you just pad your stats or do you look to – Get a Vescovy going. James has struggled. You know, Gainey's coming off a solid game. Like, do you want to keep? You know, do you want to get other guys going? Because right. you you feel like Connect's always going to be there.
0: I mean, and you look at Josiah, Jordan, James. You look at Santiago Vescovy Over the past few games, they have not played
1: well. No, the three guys that well, have carried they've, this they've team—they played. Well. I mean, they haven't scored. They haven't scored. But we don't need them to score, right? Because you got Adu, and you got Connect, and you got. Zakai, but, but part of the problem last like... year, too, was the fact that they could not score.
0: And we had nobody that you could really well, just go to. Now big... you have two, really three guys you can go to. One of is going to be on, one of them's going to be off. Either Zakai's yeah. going to be off or Jonas is going to be off. But you at least have two guys in the starting lineup that you can guarantee, it's like, okay, if we're going to get them the ball, they're going to go get a bucket. And that is Dalton Connect, mm-hmm. Jonas Adu, and Zakai Ziegler. Go ahead, Brett.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I was just going to say, like, I felt like, yeah, Connect went for 25, but I thought Meshack was – every bit as effective as connect was if
0: not more and it was the same way against and i can say alabama because this is what it was you know this past weekend you know he might have been one Mm -hmm. of the most effective players on the floor just like last year when he was guarding brandon miller he was easily the most effective player on the floor even though you didn't see it reflected in the box score with the points you look at everything he did if you watch the game he was easily the most effective player on the floor right marcus how are you sir
2: i'm doing all right
0: how about you Doing well. <laughs> good. Glad to hear it. Okay. Uh Jack, how we doing, man?
3: Uh pretty good. Um watched some NBA basketball last night. Caught some semifinal tennis. Um mm. uh, seeing Djokovic lose was quite the shock. Um the
1: way he lost. Yeah. It, it wasn't was. like he lost, but the way he lost it was, it was pretty like Yeah, it was it was something to see for sure. What was it in sets? It was, it was 3-0, right?
3: 3-1. He got the third set in a time Did break. he? Yeah, he did. Wow. He really? It. I thought he was going to come back all the way and win it. But. Well, and Oof. what's his
1: name never – didn't even face a break point, like on his serve center. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It never faced – you're talking about the greatest returner ever, yeah. defensive player ever.
3: He's 22 years old. Too. Yeah. One year no, game. he's –
1: no, tennis is in a good spot right now. You know, Djokovic's still going strong, but these these young guys can play. that for be sure.
0: I mean, it's hard to get people into that sport just because of you know the fact that you did have one or two guys, and even three at one point, that just mm-hmm. dominated the whole thing. It's like, okay, well, who's gonna who's gonna be playing? You know, here it's like, okay, well, it's gonna be either Nadal, it's gonna be Federer, or it's gonna be Djokovic. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just what it came down to. Also, I have NFL playoff action this weekend. Marcus, are you standing firm on your stance? That the Ravens are going to win by at least 10? Yes. Yes. So you're going to take Baltimore to more than cover.
2: Yep. I think it's currently shocking. the spread is, uh, unless it's changed. Last time I looked, it was three and a half. Could have jumped up to four. Mm-hmm. Could have jumped even higher, Brett. It has jumped up to four as we they can speak. jump as
1: high as it wants. I got my homes and you got
2: the Potential nothing. MVP. Nothing.
0: I mean, it's going to be two good games, I hope. It seems like it should be two good games this weekend. You obviously got the no, Chiefs it and the Ravens. Should be, yeah, for sure. And then you have the Lions and the 49ers, in which the 49ers are now a seven-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: Which is shocking. What's going on? Dude, I'm, like ta- I'm, ta- I'm, I'm Debo- taking Detroit to at least cover. I thought Debo was going to be out. It was training that way. Like, Lions got somebody out? I, I mean, it's jumped a full point. Is Laporta well, it, healthy?
3: It, it could be. Who? Laporta? Yeah, I was just uh, saying. I mean,
1: yeah,
2: he might be iffy, but, I mean, he's not, like, they signed Zach Ertz. So yeah. If, ring chaser. If they are fearful that <laughs> LaPorta will you I sign mean, me, I'll chase uh, a yeah,
1: ring. LeBron if, call him Carl Malone of the NFL, LeBron, man. He's out there chasing me. rings. LeBron call me.
0: <laughs> chasing don't, rings.
1: Don't don't have those heat call me. I mean it's I mean it's the same thing with Odell Beckham. That what dude do you mean? is He started ring chasing.
0: No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't start ring chasing.
1: You think he, he was uh, there was only a few teams that wanted him. Okay, he's a head case, yeah.
2: And he probably and told a heard- few of the teams wait, that wait, wanted wait, him. Wait. No, wait, 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 wait. Where did he where are you saying at what point is he started the ring chasing? Yeah, LA, he got traded there. Ring chasing, I don't think <laughs> ring chasing,
3: he had to suffer. On
0: it the it worked out for so many years, yeah, it worked out. He Most ain't
1: ring chasing no more. He's ring chasing for a second one,
0: yeah, exactly. He's ring chasing. I- I don't think that Rams one was a, ring, chase. when a uh, ring chaser. When you're
1: like 32, 33 years old, that's what you do right now. I mean, he, he, like Vaughn Miller's done it. Like he tried to do a Buffalo. Julio like Jones went I mean, sign Udonis Julio, Haslam to a 10 day Julio at the end Jones of the
0: season. Yeah. I mean, goodness. Yeah. Ring chaser. Yeah. Can't stand him.
1: No, oh, please.
0: Like he he's one of the top three players in the NFL. I cannot stand. And thank God, one of those players has since not got a contract since he left San Francisco i can't stand him can't stand any of it just about Jeez. those games are gonna be at three o'clock on cbs and 6 30 on fox can the lions win this in an uncontrolled environment for one number two do they have what it takes to compete with san francisco this game and that game the get in price for these games for chiefs ravens 464 for lions 49ers 372 Granted, that's to be expected
4: mhm you
0: know, when it comes to the afc and nfc championship but if this game were in detroit i guarantee you that get in price would probably be around 700 bucks maybe 800 bucks like that's how much these detroit fans are willing to pay to watch their team make a Super Bowl. And yeah. quite frankly, you know, we'd heard the conspiracy theories. We'd seen some of them that, oh, well, it's going to be the Ravens and the 49ers in the in the Super Bowl. You know, that's been uh, accidentally put on a couple of TV stations. It's been talked about on TikTok, Twitter. It's like, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Right yeah. now, it's shaping up to happen. You look at the betting odds right now. San Francisco is the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Right behind them is Baltimore. I think San Francisco is at about plus 150 right now on the odds. Baltimore is not far behind him. I think one ninety plus one ninety is what it sits at. But you look at the Chiefs and the Ravens. Look at passing. You look at rushing. You look at receiving. Who has the edge in all those categories? It's Kansas City. Not St- in all of them statistically.
1: What do you mean statistically? You can't tell me the Chiefs rush the ball better than the Ravens. Not saying that. I'm just saying that
0: by the numbers, when you look at running backs. When you look at quarterbacks, just just position-based. Like the Chiefs statistically had the advantage. You look at the Lions and the 49ers, the Lions have the advantage, passing and receiving. And then you look at San Francisco, they've got the rushing advantage. Mm -hmm. And that's – I don't think that's going to be disputed by anybody. So, looking at this and everything around, who is going to make it to the Super Bowl? Give us your picks right now. Right now? Right now. I want to know your picks. Because right now I'm going with the Ravens and the Lions to make the Super Bowl.
2: I got Chiefs 49ers. Marcus? I like the Chiefs. And the I'm 49ers. Going, Thank uh, you, Marcus. I'm going uh, Ravens-Lions. Ravens-Lions? Yeah. All right. Jack?
3: I'm sticking with Brett. Uh, I got Thank Chiefs you. Niners, man.
2: All
0: right. We're going to see how this goes. Either we got two skinny people that are going to be happy
2: and two bigger people that are going to be upset. Hang on what i don't know i don't know why you're categorizing me in such a way or buddy i'm right there with you. you see my belly no you're behind a desk exactly you're behind a desk
0: ain't nobody gonna know that i don't have you on camera today oh thanks yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how everything turns out this weekend with that we're gonna break down a little bit more of sec basketball maybe a little bit around the national national circuit when yeah. we return stay with us the gi jake show Marches on right here on fan run radio
2: Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science You just gotta start with a better vodka And then voila, you get White Claw Vodka Soda Your taste buds are about to get a PhD in deliciousness J.B. Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka
5: Try the all new White Claw Vodka Soda Pick up a variety pack of their four delicious flavors Only 100 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and 2 grams of sugar White Claw Vodka Soda Please drink responsibly Are you ready to elevate your driving
0: experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia where your journey begins.
5: Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, visit Rogers Hydrant
4: or visit smathletics.com Get the best for your team delivered right and on time So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today
3: They are our love bugs and companions They are our pets, our family And they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
1: Met her down at our thing. She said that she saw me walking in about a mile away Bean just had to take her phone and I just took her smile away She said I'm too drunk and crazy She don't like the way I dance I said you don't have to join and She said she'd take a chance I've been kind of crazy ever since
0: Back here on the GI Jake Show, right here on Fan Run Radio, of course, Tennessee heading down to Nashville, the Gatlinburg and Myrtle Beach of Middle Tennessee, tomorrow, <laughs> the Vanderbilt Commodores. Oh my goodness, number nine Arizona went down last night to Oregon State. Buzzer beater. Kind of a shock there. Yeah. Kind of a shock. That's why I tell you guys, you know, when it comes to betting on who's going to be the NCAA champion if you're going to take a futures bet and never take Arizona because you never can count on them to make it happen when it matters most. The only top 25 matchup you got tonight, you got Michigan State at Wisconsin and that Wisconsin win that Tennessee had earlier in the year is proving to be a big, big win especially in the way you did it and the fact that you did it on the road. That game, I knew going into it, you know, getting mad that I had to subscribe to Peacock to watch it but the fact of the matter is, Wisconsin's a good basketball team. They were a good basketball team back then. They're still a good basketball team. Number thirteen in the country, sitting at fifteen and four, seven and one, in the Big Ten. And which yeah. the Big Ten—I mean, we all know—Big Ten loves its basketball. Absolutely. They love their football, but they love their basketball.
1: Probably and, more for basketball than they are aren't, don't you think? Probably. I mean, realistically. Maybe I don't know.
3: They're at the top of the Big Ten now. They'll definitely be um, them in Illinois will definitely be their biggest Purdue's biggest uh, chance at missing the Big Ten championship.
0: And then you got a couple of uh, top 25 matchups tomorrow. You got number seven Kansas at number 23 Iowa State. We don't have any betting lines on those yet. Number 20 Texas Tech travels to number 11 Oklahoma, and that might be your last. Top twenty-five matchup, everybody else just playing. Whoever Kentucky is going to Fayetteville to take on Arkansas, of course, Tennessee going to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. Uh Arizona, after getting beat, is gonna travel to Eugene, Oregon. That one uh, dare I say it might be interesting, or is Arizona just gonna kick the doors open and be like, okay, yeah, we lost, but here we are.
1: Uh I mean that's a tough call. Uh I mean, I mean, all these top 25 matchups. I mean, their records are very similar in conference. They are. Like, any of these teams could fall. I mean, Kansas has struggled the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, they're battling at Iowa State. You know, like, Houston, they're battling Kansas State. TCU and Baylor, I mean. I mean, these games can go either way. I mean, they're they really all fringe can. top 25 teams. Well, they can. And, you know, we talk about how much
0: I can't stand NIL in the transfer portal from time to time. But I think college basketball has probably been the best beneficiary out of all this. Like it really has made college basketball that much more watchable.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Now, so granted, Tennessee for- has not gotten the best end of the transfer portal from time to time. I basically every time we got somebody out of the portal until we get Dalton Connect. But yep, you know, maybe it is the great equalizer. Who knows?
3: We got Auburn, Mississippi State on Saturday too. That'd that's
0: another good. one down at the hump. That's gonna be. That one might be fun as well, actually. Golly,
3: be cheering for Mississippi
0: State. We got a bunch of good basketball. This
1: yeah, there's weekend. a lot of basketball. Yeah, Kansas a lot State of and basketball, Houston. Yep.
0: Look for maybe look for an upset there, Kansas State over Houston. That might be my bet of the weekend. Let's go to the phones for the first time today. 865-546-8200, Your number, if you want to hop on the show. Let's get Daniel in here first. What do you say, Daniel?
6: Jake and the boys, how's it going this Friday?
0: Good.
6: You know, I want to push back on you a little bit. I don't think college basketball, like I think, I think it's kind of top loaded, front loaded this year. I, I think there's a lot of good teams, and the rest are are pretty average. I often, I, I wonder if if the transfer portal and it's I don't I don't care about it. I I think it I think it benefits the the, the elite. We're seeing it in in, in Knoxville with Don Connect. But I wonder, and we've always kind of thought this. I've always heard it, always said that that the bottom feeder programs, like the division, you know, the Division One programs, like the it, the uh, the Sun Belts and these Horizon leagues and stuff like that. Yeah. that they're going to suffer because they can't keep the guys around. So I don't know. I I just I just don't feel like there's a lot of entertaining basketball right now, and it, it, it'll get ramped up, but it seems like there's a lot of bad teams, just like. Oklahoma State that game the other night and the Missouri and LSU and and like there's there's just some bad basketball but there are some good basketball, but it's it's almost like it's it's just you got the good teams and then like you know the have nots
0: and you're gonna have you know of course you're gonna have a lot of that good talent that's playing these mid major schools. they're gonna want to go to a power five school and we've seen that time and time again. I mean not just at you know schools like Tennessee I mean Kentucky's benefited from it a few times. And yeah, you know, we're starting to see it with Kansas with Hunter Dickinson, and Arizona. They've got a few guys out of the poor. They've also had a few guys leave out there, though. But you're always going to have like your Marquettes, your Creightons, your Dayton's. Did not mean for that to rhyme, but it did. Uh, Houston and BYU are no longer mid-major programs, but your Florida Atlantic's, Colorado State, and Memphis. Uh, those guys are going to find their way, you know, into the top twenty-five. New Mexico, uh, yeah, excuse me. New Mexico has found their way into the top twenty-five. Seton Hall sitting right outside, so is San Diego State and. Princeton actually is right outside the top 25 right now in receiving votes. So there's still going to be some good basketball at the mid-major level. And, you know, I will say when I went to the VCU game uh, over the break that we had here, that was probably one of the more raucous environments that I've been in in some of these smaller arenas that I've seen. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a big fan of mid-major basketball because I like watching the smaller schools because I do feel like to a degree – that might be where you get the best show. It might not be the most talent, but you might get the better product by watching those guys work together because they have been there together for a few years at this point. Because one of the things that we do suffer from at the Power 5 level is the fact that you get these guys that come in and if they're good enough to be one and done, they're going to be one and done. And even if they're not good to be one and done, they're going to try to be one and done. Those are the dumbest people in the world, Brandon Huntley Hatfield. Um, but... <laughs> You know, ah, I do I think that some of these uh, some of these mid major schools that's where you're going to get the best entertainment out of.
6: Yeah, you're you you got to go. You got it's always that's always been like the best bang for your buck. I mean, uh, and it, they're always fun to watch in the tournament. I, uh, college basketball is is uh, just one of the greatest sports, and and March is a is a fantastic uh, is a fantastic tournament. I think I I just think that the the, um, the the top programs are gonna are gonna run it this year, it seems. Um it, it seems to be that they're they're top loaded with the talent like teams like Tennessee. I will say this much, I don't think that there has ever been a more overrated team year in, year out than Purdue. And they could talk about Zach Eady and all that he does, but when you he's not gonna yeah, be effective in the bounce,
0: NBA, he's just big. Well
1: we're, we're not big. talking about the NBA. I'm I'm talking about like how he's gonna progress. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean but yeah.
6: He's they'll tough. get bounced in the round of thirty-two or the round or, sweet, or the sweet sixteen, and they'll be a one seed or on that on that uh, first two line, and they'll get bounced like you know like a bad habit, and it won't even. And then I hope it, I don't it, want it, to face
1: them
0: again. I, I just hate they're, them. I'm not putting them on any bet yeah. slips this year. They in Arizona lost those privileges last year when they cost me about a half a million dollars.
6: Well, they're they're just they're, they're perennial. Um, they're just they, they just. They, every year they disappoint in the tournament. We can say, and, and we no, have a we coach do that too. doesn't do well in the tournament. No, we do. We, I mean, we absolutely we don't do well in the tournament. But you know, year in year out, they're expected to be a Final Four team, and they're never a Final Four team. Kind of so, like Arizona. Um,
0: Arizona is another one you can lump into that list. Tennessee is a team that you can lump into that list where it seems like every year they've got a shot. You can't put Tennessee and Arizona in the same sense. You can't put them in the same like, – Arizona Airsmart. has won a championship. They have won a championship, but as of late, you can put them in that category of teams that probably should make a run at the Final Four, but they're never going to do it. And you never bank on them to do it because they just – I don't know what happens in the month of March. It's like Tennessee when they see the Gator script on the side of the helmet. Oh, it's God. like Kentucky when they see the Power T on the side of the helmet. They just shut down, and they don't know what to do. You put the words the "March Madness" in front of Tennessee, Arizona, and Purdue; they shut down.
6: The difference between us and Purdue is we are in the SEC and they're in the Big Ten, where they care and they and they and they care more about basketball, where we care more about football. And if, if if the roles were flipped, I mean, we we do underperform in March. I'm yeah. that, that's been my that's been my on Barnes, apart from his recruiting and his offense prior to this year. Uh, and that's another topic I'd love to dive into. Mm-hmm. I was a Bruce. I was a Pearl and stuff for years. I I carried water for Pearl. I'm not going
5: to lie. I Barnes- Still am. He's I love good. the guy.
1: He's good.
6: I love Pearl. But what Barnes has done this year, and I, and we have talked several times, Jake, about about Barnes's lack of offense. What he has done by allowing don't connect to Cook has shown me that that guy that that old dog learns new tricks. Because I was I hated Rick Barnes's offense. Hated it. Loathed it entirely.
0: Oh, I remember the conversations that we had on
6: overtime last year.
1: But he had he 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 has to coach with what he has, right? Like, like he's never had a connect. I mean, since Durant. But but he uh, he he, he did have a
0: Kennedy Chandler. He was good. Kennedy Chandler was a great point guard.
1: Yeah,
6: but I don't want to get it lost. I think that Rick Barnes is the best coach we've had in Tennessee. What he's done this year. Has, has swayed my view on his offense and allowing Dalton Connect to cook like he does. I mean, that takes a – I mean, and like you're saying, he's never had one. But, like, but for the fact that he will still get out of his own way to let him do that shows me that, you know, I mean, what we have. Um, I'll transition here to the NFL. I thought that Harbaugh was always going to be the guy at the – you know, at Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um there's been some interesting. Um, what what do you all think is going to happen with the commander's job? I, I was talking to my cousin. I I truly think that Belichick seems to fit, but is Belichick he
1: he? Is he had not interviewed anywhere here, else except or, for Atlanta.
6: What's the deal with that? I mean, I think the commanders surprise Ray, Ray Bower or Belichick, but it just like there just seems like a like I just it's it's kind of bizarre with what with, with, with the way the Atlanta thing fell through for him.
0: That one's just really interesting because I don't think, you know, you're right. I mean, it's right there. It's like Bill Belichick would probably be a fit with the Commanders. However, I think that Bill Belichick also knows that if he goes to Washington, that it's it. That is going to be the end of his career. Two, three years, you're done. Because Washington is one of those teams, you know, then you can put the Cubs in that category before they won the World Series. They were just never going to get it done. Like, until they got, you know, Theo, or excuse me, yes, Theo Epstein up there to fix things with the Chicago Cubs, then you have Madden as your manager. It was never going to happen in Chicago. And it might never happen again. Now you look at football, Washington, until you get management that is willing to make the right decisions, not just with the coaching staff, but every aspect around him, the players, the sports staff, everything has to be in sync, everything has to go a certain way. If they ever want to be successful, right now, you know Joe Gibbs is not walking through that door. That's all I gotta say.
1: How the, good a coach is Belichick, though?
0: We, I mean, the thing is, without we, Tom Brady, we, we really don't know.
1: He's below forty yeah. percent wins. But he, like he, he's not good. Uh, yeah. Brett. You know that, Marcus. Stop. Brett, you can- stop. Okay.
2: stop. Don't start another argument. Stop. You know that. You know that. First of all, two things. One, I don't really want to compare Washington to the Cubs because at least the commanders' organization has won a Super Bowl. Like, Reese, fairly... Re, 91 was their last Super Bowl the win. The
0: Cubs won it in 2016! No, I know. Do you know how many Cubs fans how died, ma- Saying how, they would they'd win a World how Series? Many, how, right. many how many do how many
2: hey. How many years was it in between? How many years was it in between? Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds.
0: 1908.
2: 108 years. Yes. And, and 108 hundreds. minutes of rain washed by 108 years. years. I'm, I'm just saying, Washington, 91 to 2024... Is a lot closer than hundreds of years. So let's just point that out real quick. It's not hundreds, it's a hundred. So let's let's point that out first. Second of all, Bill Belichick is in his early 70s. He's not going to go to an organization because he's only got two or three years left in him. He only, like, he's, we talked about this earlier. He does care about that overall winning record and he wants that. He probably wants to get one more Super Bowl in to prove that he can still do it without Tom Brady. He ain't going to get another Super Bowl. But So he's not going to pick the commanders for that reason alone. Third... You can't pick it when you're not being interviewed third, for it. Third... Well, he, because he was choosing he the hasn't Falcons. He got an interview...
1: Okay, but people can still reach out to him to interview him. Nobody's doing that.
2: There's a few reasons why that's he's not washed. happening. First of all, there's only he two... He There's two jobs... He's garbage. There's two, he's not garbage. There's two job openings left. Seattle, which... They're gonna to want to go with a younger guy anyway. That's probably well, their goal. I wouldn't want to live in Seattle. Regardless. But
1: he's the greatest coach ever. Why wouldn't you want the greatest coach ever? You have to think about why all that trash we, on the sideline. Right.
2: We talked about this in the in the uh, before the show. There's, Daniel's still on the phone, by the way, Marcus. <laughs> all right, fine. Sorry, Daniel. I, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, finish go ahead, my argument later. Finish it. Go ahead. These these idiots that, over here. Am I right?
6: Well, I mean, I just tend to agree with you, Marcus. I I no, I, I mean, bad. I just I just I mean. If, if, if you get into the Brady and Belichick uh, argument, I think it's semantics. I mean, uh, you, you you go one way or the other. I mean, you, if you say the whole Brady thing, well, he looked in, look what he walked into in Tampa Bay, uh, and then and then when when Brady left, I mean, I mean, they so you're were, saying Belichick could do that?
1: Option. Could Belichick do that? Could Belichick uh, go to another team and walk into a championship? Because that's what Brady did. I mean, the team did wasn't in the playoffs the year before he got there. Yeah, he I mean, led in
2: them to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but he literally, like, players wanted to play with him. Like, like Gronk came out of retirement. Leonard Th- Fournette six came off the, the street. the year before he won the Super Bowl. I realize that, Brett, but there's they brought in a Belichick lot of pieces. Belichick would not have
1: left New England the year Brady did and went down to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl with that team. You're telling me that if he left... They have the
2: fifth pick overall in the draft. If he's a good coach, get it right at New England. If he left in that moment... Like Let's say we flip the reverse, okay, yes. Tom stays, yes. and Belichick leaves yes. for Tampa. You're going to tell me that having just come off of everything that they came off, there's no players that are going to want to come play for Belichick in Tampa? No! You're going to say they're going to be like, nah, I'm good? They're going to say, nah, I'm good?
0: I don't know. If, he, if, he were, if Bill Belichick were coaching in Tampa, you'd have a lot of people wanting to play there, number one, because you have no state income tax. That's a big thing. And two, you're always going to have warm weather in Tampa.
1: I'll, I mean, I I'll just, give I you mean, that. Sorry, <laughs> it's just I just. I'm can. all about it's the teams with no state this income is tax. This hilarious to me.
6: I just can't buy the fact that no one would want, would not want to play with Bill Belichick. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, what has he
1: proven? What has he proven? What? I, I mean, I he, he can't
2: draft. First of all, he went to the Super Bowl a with quarterback. He went to the Super Bowl you can't before find Tom a skill started. Remember that? Player? I just want to point that out real quick. Golly. They were in the Super Bowl before Tom Brady That's took ridiculous. over. This is so ridiculous.
4: <laughs> he's he's, he's but,
2: coaching for twenty plus years at the same organization. But he, Clearly, he's he can got do a, something. he's almost got a losing record. Does Boys, he not? I
0: mean, here's what's going to happen: We're going to let Daniel continue his phone call, and sorry. then tonight for dinner, you all are having a snake's knee for dinner.
1: <laughs> Daniel's got us fired up. Appreciate it, dude.
0: It'll no,
6: you. I did. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that Belichick's the greatest coach of no, all. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm just. Well, okay. Well, I mean, you know, that's fine. Um, calm down, it's, there. You're, you're, it's it's ten it's ten thirty in the morning. You got no, a long fine. day. There. Hey, you called um, us. But, you know, I just I don't. I'm not saying he's the best coach. You know, since uh, since you know, I don't. I mean, good God, I don't. I mean. The, the dawn of creation but i mean the, it just it just surprises me that 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 there has not been more track re- tracks other than the falcons job is all i'm saying i mean uh, I, that's that's just it with me i i think he's i mean we'll we'll see what happens if, if he if he waits or whatever but it's um uh it's a hot topic there uh jake sorry i uh uh, uh, rattled the cage. There, it's all but, uh, good,
0: man. I mean, instead of having snakes need and for dinner, tell you what, we I'm don't buy... want to
1: always agree on like what, like everybody says. Well, I mean, that's the
0: best part about having a good show yes. is the fact that everyone yes. has a different opinion. Yeah. And I've changed my stance. Not we're not having snakes need and for dinner. I'm gonna buy a combo meal for myself, and then you all get to split <laughs> the last one. You get the burger, Jack, because you need to put a little bit more weight on. Brett, you get the fries because you need a few more calories. And you, Marcus, you get the drink. Daniel, thanks so
5: much for calling in, man. Thanks, we'll talk Daniel. soon
6: see y'all
0: have a good day all righty stay with us the gi jake show marches on right here on fan run radio
5: white claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with white claw surge at eight percent alcohol white claw surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe blackberry citrusy blood orange zesty natural lime and tart cranberry Check out your favorite retailer in-store and online for the White Claw Surge Variety 12-Pack and 16-ounce single-serve cans. White Claw Surge, please drink responsibly. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy-efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round, while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows, get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com.
0: Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait, visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down, but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. And be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio.
3: Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring the smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at Bonoshouses.com.
5: Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting visit RogersHydrantService.com
0: You know what you know about that G.I. Jake show marches on final segment of our number one as we continue arguing. We've turned into the show that just argues. I don't know if you all have noticed that people are going to be driving down the road one day like, oh, playlist isn't good. Let's tune in and let's see what these idiots are arguing about today. That's what it seems like we have
1: turned into. I'm all for it, though. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm all not, not going to sit here. Yeah, I agree. Bill Check. He's a good coach. Good. I'm not going great. I will go good. I don't understand that. I mean, to Brett's point, he did
0: play. The stats don't lie, Marcus. Drew Bledsoe, who was an elite quarterback. Yeah. You ever play backyard football? You know that Drew Bledsoe was elite, and you wanted Drew Bledsoe on your computer playing backyard football with your mouse. That's what we had to do back in the day, Jack. If you didn't have a PlayStation, a Sega Genesis, you probably don't even know what that is. Lost to Eli twice. You don't know what a Sega Genesis is?
3: guess that's a company, right? Yeah. yeah. Brett, talk
0: to him about Pat Riley basketball. <laughs> I don't even know that one. What's the triangle, man? Come on, tell me. The triangle, man. <laughs> Golly. But, Marcus, Brett, you two were arguing about whether or not Bill that's Belichick not is an argue. elite coach. Now, to Daniel's point, they're probably I, – I, I expected more teams to reach out to him just because of the amount of rings. Because what do we talk about the most when it comes to being the GOAT? We talk about rings, right? We talk about that a lot. There are some people in that conversation that never got one, but your ones that won the most are always at the top of that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's why when you get into basketball arguments, you know, we talk about college basketball, who's the greatest coach of all time? Everyone always refers back to a guy that has an award named after him, right? John Wood. But then you have to throw guys like Bobby Knight, Mike Krzyzewski, mm-hmm. Dean Smith,
6: Roy, Roy Williams.
1: Williams.
0: Yeah. All those guys have to be included in that conversation. You're going to start to see Jay Wright come up in that conversation? Mm. A little bit. He'll be mentioned. Maybe, yeah. Mark Few is going to be in that conversation, no. even though Mark Few will be in the conversation.
1: Mm. For has a, he won enough?
0: I, I think enough games, Does yes. he even have a title? No. He doesn't have you a title. Then
1: you can't be in the conversation, can you?
0: Some, in some cases, you can't. As a player, like, you can't Like, don't be. we
1: say about Rick Barnes?
0: I mean, you can say that Rick, Rick Barnes – has been
1: in one Final Four. He has been one Final is Four. he a great coach. Yes. Okay.
0: I mean, the thing is, the guy is a great coach. We, we know that.
1: So, is, like, how do you define great
0: define compared to good? Continued success. Consistent success.
1: So, not only being in one Final Four.
0: Right. But he's consistently in how good. many
1: years? Like, the goal was to get to
0: the Final Four. His last Final Four was before KD got there, I'm pretty sure.
1: Right. Yeah. TJ Final Ford, four. whoever. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's who was there at the time. But, I mean, when you look at greatness, I think you have to look at the whole picture.
1: Because a lot of people determine greatness by rings.
0: And a lot of people do. And, and, you know, in some cases that's not the case. I mean, let's talk about the NBA for a minute. Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, John Stockton, Allen Iverson. Those guys are some of the all-time See, greats. They're top 50 NBA players of all time. Not a single one of them have a
2: ring. Here's the thing, and maybe this is an early hot take for you. What? You can be a great player, but unless you don't have, if you don't have a ring, you're not a winner. You're not. Like, that's why you play the game. Allen Iverson, great player. Not a winner. But one of the
0: greatest of all time.
2: Sure, but not a winner. Like, and I think a lot of these competitive guys would probably agree with that, is that if you're not able to get it done, you can say that you had a great career, you did a lot of great things, you deserve to be recognized, even Hall of Fame worthy.
0: Just by getting a ring.
2: But you're not a winner. So, so
0: are you trying to say that if you have a ring, you should be up for Hall of Fame contention?
2: No, no, no. Nah. I'm just no. That's not my point. My okay, point is because I
0: was about to say, you know, then you'd have guys like Norris Cole and Mario Chalmers that are in the conversation some sure. of the greatest of all time because they have three rings. No, I understand two rings. Excuse me.
2: I, and I'm and I'm saying like you can still be up for Hall of Fame and all that without rings. All that you're you're still a great player, but like I said, to me, and I think a lot of these competitors would probably say a similar thing: is you're not a winner. You know, like you didn't go out and win the thing. You great player had a great career, did a lot of great things. Charles Barkley, great player, not a winner, didn't win it. Look at who he had to go up against, though.
0: I mean, at the start of his career, he had to deal with the Boston Celtics because he was playing in Philadelphia out there in the East. Then he goes out to Phoenix. You're competing against, well, I mean, at that time, you were basically battling the Houston Rockets. That was the big team at that time in the East. And then he goes to Houston, basically ring chasing, You know, like we'd always talked about. But, I mean, Charles Barkley, he's got to go down as one of the all-time greats. Now, I think he's not the greatest power forward ever. I think the greatest power forward ever is probably Tim Duncan. And analytically, you know, we talk about the Goats. You know, one guy that we completely ignored the other day. But when you look at the analytics of it, Tim Duncan, analytically, is the second best player of all time. Did he do anything flashy? No. Does he have championships? Yes. Did he you know go out and wow you every time he stepped on the floor no but he did his job and he did it effectively
2: let me ask you this i'll I'll bring up two players from two different sports and i want to know if you would constitute them as a winner like you can call them great i think we all can agree that they're both great players but if they're a winner i'm gonna throw you reggie miller okay winner and dan marino winner how
0: because they were consistent throughout their career. Did they? Did they win it? Reggie all? Miller's one of the best shooters in NBA history. I know.
2: Yeah, oh, I know. But is but did he win it? Did no. he win? Did he win the championship? No. He's not a winner. Dan Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. Not a winner.
3: See, I think it's fair for basketball players to make that assessment, just because there's only five of them on the court, and so they have a much bigger impact. But for football, I feel like there's just so many things going on. Mm-hmm. Like to not to call Josh Allen not a winner is mm-hmm. just insane, because of what he did two years ago was enough to get that win against the Chiefs but his defense just sold him so it's hard to place the blame on him and not call him a winner but I can understand it for basketball when there's only so many players on the court
0: and you gotta look too. like I'm gonna read you off the list of NBA players with the most rings obviously we all know who number one is he's not even tied with anybody Bill Russell Mm -hmm. then you have Sam Jones with 12 rings. They
1: all rings. played on the same team. Yeah, they all, all, the majority of these
0: guys played for the Boston Celtics during yeah. that time span. because they're winners. The only one outside of the Bill Russell era was John Havlicek. John Havlicek. Is he one of the all time greats? I think so. You hear that name all the time. It's one of Johnny Most's best calls that he ever had. Havlicek stole the ball. And then you look at the modern era. Anyone want to take a guess at who has the most rings in the modern era?
3: What do we call him, modern? Yeah. What are we okay, called?
0: we'll call it 1990 and onward. MJ? No. He's tied for second. Robert Ory. Wow. Is Robert Ory Hall of Fame worthy? Is he an elite player?
3: Hall of Fame role player. I'll
0: give him that. Yeah. He might be one of the best role players in history. Big shot Bob. He won seven. He won two with Houston, three with L.A., and two with San Antonio. Charles Barkley made a comment about the San Antonio women last night, by the way, if y'all missed it.
1: <laughs>
0: that's one of the best things that's ever been brought forth to cable television inside the NBA. Uh, Dennis Rodman, Hall of Famer or not?
3: Yes. Gotta be.
0: Yeah. Michael Cooper. Everyone knows who Michael Cooper is, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Lakers,
0: yeah. Is he a Hall of Famer?
1: I don't think so. I mean, he would have already been voted in by uh, now. Is he in? Is he in the Hall of Fame? I don't know if he is or not. Uh, he he was a really good role player. Ron Harper.
0: No. No. Derek Fisher. No. No. Kurt Rambis. No. Absolutely not. Right? Will Purdue. No.
1: Nope.
0: John Sally. No. Horace Grant. No. He's uh,
1: better. You, you can He's almost better than those other ones. You
0: can almost make an argument for Horace Grant. Cause, I mean, he was good throughout his entire career, it seemed like. You know, he did ring chase and get one with L.A. So did John Sally during the Kobe three-peat. Shaq obviously deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Manu Ginobili?
3: Yeah.
0: Tony Parker? Yeah. I think he was probably the best point guard in the league at the time, right?
3: Finals MVP? Uh, maybe, yeah.
0: So then, let's look at the list of NFL players who have multiple rings. Do you think that some of those guys from the New England Patriots are just winners because they have a ring, Or do you think they were just a part of a really good situation?
3: A little both. They won. I think Belichick's just a great defensive coach, I would say. You can make that argument.
0: That argument will stand.
3: They've been great with, you know, these past few years when their offense has been terrible. They've still had a great defense.
0: And Mac Jones is untying everybody's shoes. But you all were trying to debate Bill Belichick on whether or not he was a good coach. And then Brett makes the argument, well, he did do well before Tom Brady was there. And then he excelled once Tom Brady became no, his he starter. He didn't do well. I mean, he had Drew Bledsoe during that one year.
1: I mean, he, he's he, he's below five hundred without Brady. I'm talking about he's before eighty two and ninety eight. I'm talking about before
0: when he had Drew Bledsoe. That team I mean, played I very think well.
1: That takes him can well. I mean, maybe I don't know what their record. I'd have to look it up. And you, it's
0: not you, like it was just an easy slate of NFL teams during that time either. You had good NFL teams. You had great players around the league. Guys like Brian Urlacher, Ray Lewis, Mike Allstott, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, Randy Moss, which he was on that team. I mean, you just look around the league. There were great players around the league. Peyton Manning. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on and on about all these great players that were in the league at the time that are probably going to be Hall of Famers, but everything always gets overshadowed in that era by how good – or how dominant the Patriots were during that time frame. Same can be said about a lot of NBA players. You know What's the argument going to be with a lot of players during this era? It's like, well, look at who he had to play against. He had to battle LeBron. He had to battle Tatum. He had to battle Embiid. He had to battle whoever during that time. He's still a great player. Jokic, add him to that list. During the 2000s, it's like, oh, well, they had to go up against the Los Angeles Lakers. They had to go up against the Boston Celtics. The 90s, well, they had to go up against the Bulls. They had to go up against the Rockets. 80s, Celtics, Lakers. I mean, this list goes on and on every decade. You're going to have one or two teams that just full-blown dominate. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. Does Bill Belichick deserve a job? Another shot? Probably not. Why? Because right now, if you were looking, and now if you want a franchise stabilizer, you might want to go that route and get him to stabilize it for two or three years. But even then, that's not enough time to stabilize a professional franchise. It's not like college where you can just tell everybody now, well, hey, listen, you're not working out here. We're going to send you off. You're going to enter the transfer portal. You're not going to say a word about it. You're not playing here anymore. But then, on the other hand, you have the NFL. Hey, listen, these guys are under contract. We can try to move some pieces around for you, but we can't guarantee that. Same uh, follows for the NBA, NHL, MLB. It's all about what league you're in what the rules are and what you can do and right now i don't think that bill belichick can come in in two to three years and stabilize a franchise that's going to do it for hour number one hour number two of the gi jake show coming up right here on fan run radio
4: ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par well if i'm being honest that was me just a downright irresponsible